Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Peb Says Podcast. I am your host, Pebbles Nitha, and this is the very first full-length episode of the podcast. I can't even begin to express how excited I am to launch this new venture with you all, and so grateful that you are here listening. You are hearing my voice through your speakers. Thank you for having me. I just wanted to start off with an introduction of who I am. I think this is especially important for those of you who have not had the honor of making my acquaintance. My name is Pebbles, and yes, that is my God-given birth name. Uh, This was bestowed to me as a birthday gift by my mother for being born. All of my friends call me Pebs, or at least they would if I had friends. Anyways, I prefer to be called Pebs. If you use my full government name, I feel like mm, you probably don't know me that well, which is fine. You, Pebs is my preferred nickname. I am 26 years old. I was born and raised in the beautiful city of Long Beach, California, and I'm currently navigating what is the postgraduate school life. Um, I'm a recent graduate well is six months still considered recent but if it is then yes i am a recent graduate of long beach state i recently graduated with my master of public administration degree from long beach state go beach and i am currently on my second post-grad career Oop. and i low-key hate talking about my accolades because it makes me feel extremely braggy but when you pay 50k for those bragging rights you'll do with it what you see fit okay so get used to it i guess anyways the goal of this podcast is to just talk about things you know i just want to sit here imagine you here with me talking about all of this shit it's great it's not all shit most of it is shit but you know here we are and i'm glad that we can share this moment together whether you're driving or sitting down or ignoring those dishes that need to be washed i'm just glad that you're here with me instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing procrastinators unite anyways what's been going on with me is post-grad life as i said i was a fall 2021 graduate and if you've ever graduated in the fall you know that that shit sucks it sucks because you're like everything going on at school is like hell yeah class of 21 and they're thinking of spring graduates or class of 22 and they think of the spring graduates and they have the grad fairs and everything going on during like you know may or june depending on where you go to school and then you just got those of us who are graduated in december it feels like you either graduate early and you feel like a fraud or you graduate a semester after you actually finish school and you're like damn i don't know any of you so i graduated in fall of 21 technically finished in like november got my degree posted in december and then i got it in the mail in like january and that was it i did all of the celebration stuff a semester early so i really did feel like a fraud because i was like damn i just I just celebrated and I still have to finish my like a master's thesis or a capstone project is what we called it and I was celebrating drinking getting drunk making all the fucking celebratory tiktoks and I wasn't even done yet so shout out to everybody who also sent me money for drinks you guys are so appreciated so my academic life started at the community college level let's go Long Beach City College and then I transferred I transferred to Cal State Dominguez go Toros and then after I finished up there with my bachelor's degree i i applied to like eight graduate schools got into all of them okay so we're gonna talk about that i want to talk about the whole application process and everything i want to give you guys as much knowledge that i've gained in these last eight years of going to school i want to share that with everyone because i feel like there's a lot of shit that i learned that i was like damn i wish somebody could have told me about this so it's always good to have a friend who went through it and i'm that friend for you i say this all the time but if you ever have questions about school or professional development, I am your go-to girl, okay? Moving on, I got accepted to my dream school, which was USC, and I went for one semester, and then I was like, fuck this, it is way too expensive, what was I thinking? And then I left. I, I just couldn't justify paying that much money 
for something that I could get for literally like half the price at Cal State Long Beach. So I finished up my MPA at Cal State Long Beach in one year and here we are now. And so I've been like nonstop schooling, taking between 18 to 21 units each semester, also working full time, sometimes going to different campuses to make sure that I'm graduating on time. Because that's another thing that they don't tell you is that you have to be taking like 18 units to finish in those like a two year degree isn't really a two year degree. And a four-year degree isn't really a four-year degree unless you're taking more than 12 units. But yeah, so working full-time, schooling full-time, stressed out full-time. And you know what? Hats off to people who do that shit with kids as well because, oh my God, y'all are super superheroes. I swear to God. And you know what? It kind of felt like with trying to juggle everything and staying on top of tasks, not only at school, but also at work. Have you guys ever played Temple Run? Like, you know, you're trying to outrun that thing and like get all the coins. And then like, like literally that is the greatest metaphor that I can use to explain what it feels like to go to school and work simultaneously trying to not fall not trying to fall off like the road you know it, it's really liberating to be done but I also feel like my life has slowed down dramatically and it's something that I really need to get used to and with that is also kind of like a loss of an identity as an academic for the time being and I know that sounds so dramatic, like, okay, bitch. No, I mean, like, since 2014, I have been an academic, or even before that, not to brag, but I was a merit scholar, okay? And then before that, you know, like, Excel classes and blah, 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 whatever. Like, academics has always been, like, where I got my validation, and it's no longer there, so what the fuck do I do? Who am I? Who am I? Right? Okay, dramatic much. But it's only for the time being. I do want to continue my education. Like, I'm not done with just the master's program like i'm not stopping there of course i did not come this far to just come this far okay but i have to find a way i'm not saying that my life as an academic has ended but this is a, this is also something i want to discuss in a, in a future episode as well is uh financing education of course but like i want to continue in a doctorate program but I have to find a way to pay $40,000 for the tuition because PhD programs that will pay you to research are far and few between and they only pay you like $2,000 a month before taxes, okay? So I'm trying to find a way to achieve that goal without taking on more student loans. They also tell you that you can't work while you're in these programs. Bro, have you seen our economy? Is that really, like, that's not possible, okay? Once I figure it out, then I will update you guys. I'm gonna figure out, it's gonna happen. I'm just trying to figure out how, okay? And do not even try to say, well, there's scholarships out there. Girl, I have applied to like a hundred scholarships and never been picked for one. So mm, that's also another conversation to have. So my postgrad struggles have been kind of like this little loss of identity. Like, who am I if not an academic? But I'm also like finding like, oh my God, I have so much free time when I'm not constantly being bombarded with the anxiety of impending deadlines. And I'm also like gonna use this to better myself. And not just that, like hustle culture but also like what can I do to make myself a better human in a sense and even though it can be kind of scary I've been through these transitions before and I think a lot of us have been th through these transitions before like um whether you're an athlete there's just things that happen where you changes happen in life and it's natural and it's part of the human experience an example that really I can talk about on my own account is when you play youth sports and then you're that dedicated to that sport for your whole life. For example, I was a cheerleader my whole life. People who knew me in high school, in my past life, 
they associated with me with cheerleading anytime bring it on comes on someone's like pebbles or someone will send me like a picture or a meme of cheerleading because that's who i was like that was my identity i was a cheerleader from my youth years i started at like five or six years old and i grew up on the field basically every single saturday i was out on the field cheerleading for pop warner teams and then did that until competition then i got a couple months off and then summer practice started up again and i did that from about six years old to 14 years old on the field right and then once i got to high school i participated in gymnastics to make me a better cheerleader and i did dance so that i could be a better cheerleader and then i cheered varsity throughout high school that's that's one of my biggest flexes okay i'm never gonna let that go and i was also simultaneously doing all-star cheerleading and then i went on to briefly cheer in college so anytime anybody heard my name they thought you know cheerleading and I knew that cheerleading would not last forever, but there are people in my life who still associate me with that. And there's also relationships that I fostered throughout my entire life that were built on cheerleading. People that you wouldn't even know that they cheerleaded and they're my friends because of that. Well, not because of that, but that cheerleading brought them into my life, right? When you're kind of like done with that, I don't want to say like an era, but it really is like you leave that behind, but that that will always be a part of you and it made you into who you are today. So you always have the appreciation, but that's no longer part of who you are. And so you move on. Once you finish up that that era and you're no longer, you're no longer a cheerleader. No, like you're no longer associated with something that you spent so much time mastering. It's weird. It's it's just, it's a weird sensation to go through. It's It's something that a lot of people go through and it doesn't just, it's not as superficial as like cheerleading. It can also be like, oh, you got out of a long-term relationship and your identity was solely based on you and that other person. And now you have all this time no longer associating with that person and finding yourself. That's that's another example. And then even, you know, my, my brother recently um, honorably discharged from the Marine Corps. And now he's going to have all this time to figure out who he is because he went in as a fresh little baby out of high school, you know, like he never had a chance to find out who he is outside of the core and that also goes for other people who i've met who you know you you leave these these things become who you are because they take up so much of your time and then you leave them and it's like okay who am i outside of these identities as humans need to not let these things become our identities i think we need to realize that we are people outside of the things that we do and the things that we achieve instead of saying well i am a cheerleader i should have just been like well i'm a person who does cheerleading or like instead of I am an academic, like I am a person who enjoys studying. Things should not, should probably if it wasn't like my identity in the first place, I wouldn't be going through this. But it is what it is. Going back into this thing about uh, relationships that I briefly touched on, my whole entire life, well not my whole entire life, but like around 16 years old when I, when I started like dating, my mom always told me make sure that you keep your identity outside of your relationship so that it will always be you and this person as separate people so that if this relationship ends you don't lose like you don't go spiraling you know so i think i think that's something important that we can take away you are more than the things that you do and the things that you achieve you are still a person you are still valid so on to the next segment is overcoming these struggles like how the fuck do i get out of this little spiral i'm not gonna lie i was just like existential crisis and then factor in the state of our economy good job america and i was just like fuck so although I'm in this period of uncertainty right now, what my next moves are, because I'm I'm someone who's very goal oriented. I always need to be working on something, hence starting a fucking podcast, right? Um, it's extremely exciting 
because I'm getting to know myself on a whole new level. I have never had this much time to think outside of academic critical thinking, you know? I don't think I've ever had, had this much time. And it's also very crucial. There's a lot of stuff that I like, that I've realized that I like just because it's kind of like expected of me to like. There are things that I agree with because I feel it's expected. And you know, now I have the time to be like, do I really like doing these things or do I do these things because of X, Y, Z? Is this something that I feel like I should do or is this something that I really want to do, if that makes any sense. There's so much peer pressure around and you don't even realize like peer pressure isn't just like some guy in a coat coming out and offering you cigarettes. Like like they make you feel like as a child, it's not someone be like, here, drink this, you know, like some spooky figure. It's really like subconsciously thinking of who would judge me if I was doing this. And that's also kind of like why I briefly made like YouTube videos at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if this is for me because it didn't come naturally. But speaking has always come naturally. And so I'm dabbling in this because maybe this is for me. Maybe I know I want to create content and I know I want to connect with people and build a community. And I just didn't know what outlet I would use for that. And I feel like this is this this is probably the one. I'm also really interested to know if anybody else has had like that sort of same struggle after you finished some sort of phase of your life old. Like how how did you overcome that? Or anybody else who's been through post-grad, what sort of ways did you cope? Because I know that post-grad depression is really a thing. Like it's not just something that I'm fucking made up. This is, it has been scientifically studied. Like what, in what ways have you overcome it? I read that post-grad depression is linked to the fear of what comes after because people are like, what comes next? What do I do next? And there's many people who can't say that they've been working on their career simultaneously while going to school. And you know, if you have the opportunity to not work and go to school at the same time, don't fucking do it. I wish that I could have just been a college student full-time and got like the full college experience, if you know what I mean. But that transition period, it changes what your daily life is like it changes your routine and it's an overall shift of mindset from being a student to being a full-blown fucking adult that's fucking scary and it's not so easy to make friends you know once you finish school or when you leave these these phases of your life like you're leaving familiarity and you're you're basically walking into a whole new a whole new environment and you have to become acclimated to that new way of life and all of this can also lead to self-doubt and isolation and fear of failing. And I am one who will always tell you that if you are struggling mentally to get help, I'm not sitting here trying to be like some kind of psychiatrist. I am not credentialed to do that. But if you feel like you need help, then definitely seek professional help. Don't use this in lieu of that because honestly, I am I am not the one. I looked up some, some ways that we can get through this together, right? While well, you also talk to a therapist because I'm not a therapist. But I do, I do want to leave you with these sentiments when it comes to overcoming these kind of identity crisis, crises, crises, whatever you get the, you get what I'm saying. First and foremost, you are not the first person to feel like this and you will not be the last person to feel like this. There are so many people on this planet, in this country, in the city, in your town that feel the same way that you feel. Perhaps you can connect to someone who also graduated at the same time as you and you guys can talk things out. It is always good to talk to someone about how you're feeling. Personally, for me, that's my mom. I have a very close relationship with my mom and I'm very fortunate for that. So even when I'm like, damn, I feel so fucking sad for no reason. I can talk to her about it. But if you have the coverage to go talk to a professional, I would also I would also implore you to do that as well. Also, social media is the fucking devil, okay? Just because some bitch on a podcast is talking about how much she has succeeded um, since graduating, that does not mean that you need to be at the same level as her, okay? Fucking braggy ass bitch. 
things take time if you have not found that job after graduation if you're still trying to figure out who you are you have time like there is so much time like life everybody talks about how life is short but it's the longest thing that we ever participate in okay so your time will come young padawan and if you need any help with job searching hit me up i have resume templates for you also life and success is not linear these things are not just gonna happen you'll be very lucky if you know you go to school then you get the job then you meet the person that you're gonna marry and then you have a kid and then you live your life happily until you fucking die okay that's not how it happens most of the time so just know that it, some things are not going to work out sometimes you're going to get called in for that 10th round interview and you're not going to get it sometimes shit just does not work out the way that you think it's going to work out and last but not least feelings are fleeting the way that you're feeling will not last forever some of us go through these up and downs in our emotions but this too shall pass you know don't get all biblical with me you're not going to be feeling like a post-grad it's not going to be post-grad depression forever because you're only a post-grad for so long then it's just going to be regular depression <laughs> and also if you've been contemplating starting some kind of hobby of some sort whether it's playing guitar starting a podcast running exercising learning a new language you really need to get out of your head and get into the moment because i will will think of myself to death i swear i will sit there and I will think of it. And I read this quote that said, if a thought begins with what if, that's not you thinking those are intrusive thoughts. Because I'll always be like, well, what if I fail? What if I'm not good at it? What if, what if people laugh at me? Like, you know, and then I realized that, am I really gonna let other people dictate my life for the rest of my life? And that kind of circles back to what I was talking about. Do I do things because they're expected of me? I really do implore you to get out of your head and get into the moment and do those things. Because even if they have been done before, they have never been done by you so that's that's my advice to you as a post-grad that's the advice that i've been telling myself stop comparing myself to other people get to know myself find the freedom and beauty in all this extra time that i have i've also you know that little that little diagram that they show you and it's like social life academic life professional life and you can only choose two so for the last eight years i've only chose like chosen my professional and academic life and i have completely neglected my social life and now i'm getting to reconnect with people that i kind of disconnected it from for a while and it's kind of nice too when you reconnect with someone and it's like you guys never left each other love that and i also am part of this group chat that i found on tiktok okay group chat of 46 other women who are also completely obsessed with greta van fleet so it's amazing and you know like building building and belonging to a community so i think that that's also helped me with this identity crisis is that okay i'm the type of person who talks to strangers on the internet i've also used bumble bff and i've made a bff on there okay emily if you're listening to this shout out to you homegirl and there's beauty to be found in all struggles there's always lessons to be learned i hope that you get through it i'm gonna get through it and thank you for taking the time to listen to me i hope that you'll join me next week i truly appreciate you and thanks for tuning in i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or night or evening drive safely and finish those dishes